Welcome, everyone, to our online morning worship for the fourth Sunday of Easter. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you, and also with you. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. So we begin by singing our first hymn, number 669, I heard the voice of Jesus say, Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. Let us therefore rejoice by putting away all malice and evil and confessing our sins with a sincere and true heart. Jesus Christ, risen Master and triumphant Lord, we come to you in sorrow for our sins and confess to you our weakness and unbelief. We have lived by our own strength, and not by the power of your resurrection. In your mercy, forgive us. Lord, hear us and help us. We have lived by the light of our own eyes, as faithless and not believing. In your mercy, forgive us. Lord, hear us and help us. We have lived for this world alone, and doubted our home in heaven. In your mercy, Forgive us. Lord, hear us and help us. And may the Father of all mercies cleanse us from our sins and restore us in his image to the praise and glory of his name, 
Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the words of the Collect, let us pray. Almighty God, whose Son, Jesus Christ, is the resurrection and the life, raise us who trust in him from the death of sin to the life of righteousness, that we may seek those things which are above, where he reigns with you, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to his people on earth. Lord God, heavenly King, almighty God and Father, we worship you, we give you thanks, we praise you for your glory. Lord Jesus Christ, only Son of the Father, Lord God, Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world, have mercy on us. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, receive our prayer. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. And now we listen together to our first reading. The first reading is from Acts, chapter 2, verses 42 to 47. Many were baptised and were added to the community. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers. Awe came upon everyone, because many wonders and signs were already being done by the apostles. All who believed were together and had all things in common. They would sell their possessions and goods and distribute the proceeds to all, as any had need. Day by day, as they spent much time together in the temple, they broke bread at home and ate their food with glad and generous hearts, praising God and having the goodwill of all the people. And day by day, the Lord added to their number those who were being saved. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And now we sing our next hymn, number 664. How sweet the name of Jesus sounds.
And now we listen to our Gospel reading. The Gospel reading is from John chapter 10, verses 1 to 10. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the Pharisees, Very truly I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal, kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May my words be in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, this morning I'm going to start at the end, because if we listen to nothing else this morning, John 10.10 is one of the verses in the Bible that I believe we should all carry in our hearts. In it, Jesus says, I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Or as other translations say, I came that they might have life and have it in all its fullness. It's this verse that is at the centre of our village school mission statement in East Harptree, and it's been a personal touchstone of my own faith for many years. As Jesus warns us earlier in that same passage, it's easy to end up following false leaders with selfish or evil motives if you don't know the voice of the one true shepherd. Many of us have probably all seen or owned at one time or another a little wristlet or bookmark or other item with the letters WWJD, meaning what would Jesus do? A prompt to measure our day-by-day decisions against the way our Lord would behave. But really to do that, to know what that means, we need a deeper feeling for what makes actions in everyday life Christ-like or not. And it seems to me that this verse at the end of our Gospel reading is key. As we look around our world, we can see many different interpretations of the Christian faith. Some of them differ only in nuance. Some in matters of specific interpretation on issues where we can understand that our hearts are still pointing in the same direction, even if we disagree, sometimes passionately. But others seem sometimes to have crossed a line. And in my experience, that line can often be seen as the line drawn here in John 10.10. I came that they might have life in all its fullness. It seems to be something built into human sin 
that we find ways to hedge around the love of God and its expressions in the world with restrictions and barriers. In the same way as in our present experience of the lockdown, which leads many to find ways of helping and caring for others. It leads others to peer out of their windows, reporting the nurse next door but one for making too many journeys, or shaming their neighbours on Facebook for not clapping hard enough on Thursday evenings. So, the good news of God's love, acceptance, forgiveness and a new start can easily become a list of unwritten rules and transgressions which ends up being far harsher than the Ten Commandments ever were. One of my favourite books as a young Christian was C.S. Lewis's The Screwtape Letters, letters from a senior, experienced devil, Screwtape, to a young tempter on his first big case. One of the deepest pieces of wisdom in it is that all the real joys and pleasures are created by God. The devil can only use them for temptation by falsifying them and making them less than God intended. The idea that somehow a life spent following God is less attractive or less fulfilled than a life spent following our own wills makes as much sense really as the sheep in Jesus' analogy here, thinking that they can live a more fulfilling life by running away from the flock and escaping the shepherd, that the alien voices that have been calling them, as one of Screwtape's patients put it on arriving in the next life, he said, I see now that I spent most of my life doing neither what I ought nor what I liked. So what should a life following Jesus, living life in all its fullness, start to look like? We get some pretty clear hints from our reading in Acts. It will be a life where prayer, praise and sharing with what we have with those in need are all part of the joy that we live together in Christ's name. A life that people look at and want to be part of. In this pause that has been forced upon the world, we do have an opportunity to see things from a different angle and under clearer skies, both literally and metaphorically. Mysteriously, closing our church buildings has made our churches much more visible in other ways. Even when restrictions lift, we cannot simply go back even if we wanted to. Instead, we need to be praying for the grace to see where the Good Shepherd is leading us next and how best we can be living and sharing with others the fullness of life that he came to bring. Amen. And now we listen to some reflective music.
So shall we say the creed together and remind ourselves what it is that we believe. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Jesus said, My peace I give to you, not as the world gives. The peace of the Lord be always with you, and also with you. Let us offer one another a sign of peace, whether we can see each other or not. And now shall we sing hymn number 724, Loving Shepherd of Thy Sheep. So let us pray. Lord Jesus, our Good Shepherd, by your love and care, you call us each day to follow you, to trust in your protection and care, and to live life to the full. So as we meet in fellowship, though apart, we give you our praise and thanks and prayers for all that concerns us this morning, as we listen for your voice. Shepherd of the sheep, you call us to live together as one flock. May we learn, like members of the early church, to live mindful and supportive of one another. We give thanks for all those who are leading us on the path of faith, though we cannot be together. We pray for Karen in all that she is doing to support and inspire us through new ways of worship as we travel together in hope.
May we maintain our sense of belonging, learning and reflecting in our services, constantly voicing our thanks and praise, and sharing our concerns in prayer. We remember our fellow Christians worldwide, and we pray for the continuing work of Christian aid. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, you are the shepherd through whose creative love we can enjoy the fullness of life in the natural beauty of the world, through the imaginative power of words and music and arts and the nourishment of fulfilling relationships. Prince of Peace, at this time of global suffering, we pray for world leaders, that they will discern the need for worldwide justice and compassion, so that they defend those who are oppressed and abused, work for justice for those who are exploited, seek peace where there is conflict, and hear the cries of the apparently voiceless and those who are deprived of their basic needs. We think of our government and parliament as they recognise the indiscriminate shared pain and anxiety that this virus brings. Bless them with wisdom, humility and perseverance as they take the hard decisions that can lead us through an unfamiliar and frightening landscape to safety. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Jesus, shepherd of your sheep, help us to listen for your voice in the ordinariness of our lives and to care for one another every day. We bless you and ask you to bless our families and our friends. Help us to reach out to others we know from whom we are separated remembering especially those who are lonely or fragile. We thank you, Lord, for the spontaneous joy of children, and we pray for the homes of all those caring for a new baby. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Shepherd, we pray for homes blighted by tension, brittle relationships and the heightened risk of violence and abuse. We pray for all those who in their present circumstances don't feel they belong, who recognise no shepherd to protect or lead them and see no way to a fuller life. We give you thanks for all the agencies who are working to bring relief and practical support to these isolated and lost people. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Shepherd, you tend the sick and bind up the wounded. So from our flock, 
we hold to you all those we know who are in any kind of pain or anguish. In the quietness of our homes, we name them and all those who concern us, asking that you will bless them. We pray for friends we know who are in care or residential homes and for the staff looking after them. We think of people in hospitals or hospices, whatever their illness, and we give thanks for the sacrificial love and care shown by doctors, nurses and medical staff. Protect them, Lord, in all that they are doing. We give thanks too for scientists, pharmacists, policemen, firemen, lorry drivers and public transport workers, the armed services, shopkeepers, posties and refuse workers, as they strive to maintain our normal way of life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We thank you, Lord, for all those who encourage and inspire us in these challenging times. And we pray especially for the wonderful example of service shown by Captain, now Honorary Colonel Tom, as he celebrates his 100th birthday. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Loving Shepherd, you lead us into green pastures and take away our fears. We thank you for all the people we have known who cared for and protected us. We pray for the repose of the souls of those who have recently died in our villages. And we think of all those who have died from COVID-19. May all these people now rest in peace, following you into the peaceful pastures of your unending love. We hold to you, loving Shepherd, all those who are grieving, for whom the way is rough and painful. Bless them so that they can discern your love for them. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Good Shepherd, may we hear your voice and find joy and fulfilment in each ordinary day of our lives, resting in your certain love for us, taking time to recognise the interconnectedness of all our lives and responding in love serving you each day as you have loved us. Hear us as we pray this morning in thanks and praise for all that you have done and are doing for us. Amen. As our Saviour taught us, so we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. And now we'll sing hymn number 799, The Lord's my shepherd, I'll not want. God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, make us perfect in every good work to do his will, working in us that which is well-pleasing in his sight. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, be among us and remain with us always. Amen. Go in the peace of Christ. Alleluia, Alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, Alleluia. <laughs>